Hey guys, welcome to Tales of Recovery. This is Gris Alves, your host. These are revolutionary conversations on the process, courage, and resilience that it takes to overcome, recover, heal, break patterns of dysfunction and belief systems that hold us back from living a life of peace and acceptance of power and healing. And, you know, throughout this process of recovery, we recover, we rediscover, and we remember our sole purpose in life. So today we're talking about breaking the rules and what that means. And like I said before, it's not anything illegal about breaking rules that are going to get anybody into trouble. Well, I mean, you might get into some trouble, but, you know, nothing harmful or um, or oppressive. It's breaking the rules that are oppressing and the fight to release the need to please whomever imposed these rules to begin with. So the three main things are obviously your family, where you grew up, and your culture and the rules that they gave you, and then society rules, you know, school and wherever wherever you grew up, what they expected of you, and of course, religion, because if you've been following me, I clearly have a heart to speak about how religion is oppressive and um, it causes suffering and it's just downright child abuse, some of it. And so... The main thing, the first thing I'd like to just talk about here is when your parents impose these rules on you, like this is how you have to look, this is how you have to act, this is what you have to do to have a good life and succeed, and there's a one way to success, and if you don't do that, then you're not good enough. And that's one of the rules that I think is important to break, to deconstruct, and to just look at and think, okay, if my mom wanted me to be a hairstylist and just hair is not my thing, why do I feel bad about my relationship with her because I'm not a hairstylist? Or if my mom wanted me to be a doctor or my parents said I needed to go, you know, and become this biologist and I I just, I would rather make pizzas and, and you know, and open up a restaurant, then I feel like I, I disappointed them. And so these are the rules I'm talking about. These imposed ideas of how to perform and how to be a human because somebody else is telling you, well, really, we come here in our own, on our own journey, on our own learning path. And there's really, in many, many areas, not the space to do that, right? The main thought is, well, if you're going to let your kids do whatever they want, they're going to become a mess and they're not going to have a a faith and they're not going to be productive and they're just going to sit around. Well, how do we know that? How do you even know that? I mean, sometimes you know, as a kid or as a human or as a teenager or a college person or whatever you are growing up, if you're not fitting in this mold that society has created for you, your parents have created for you, wherever you're born in your faith base has created for you, and you're not in this path, the mentality is, well, screw it. I'm just going to go do something else because I'm just not going to be ever good enough for you. I mean, it could be that, right? And then you just don't even want to try. The other part is, well, you're performing to please and you're never really 100% satisfied in your own humanity, in your own soul purpose, because you're doing certain things to please mom, dad, the teacher, the president, whoever. And here you are allowing yourself to rot away because, well, these are the rules that they told you, right? I mean, I mean, okay, one example today was Black Friday Slay the Patriarchy Day with Glenn and Doyle. And it was, you know, do not wear makeup because why are we wearing makeup for just, you know, to look good for the guys, to look for, for whomever. And there's days that you just don't want to wear makeup. And, 
you know, she was making a statement today that I thought was interesting because I wasn't wearing any makeup. I felt like pretty free about it. But I remember my grandmother telling me, you always have to put lipstick on and do your hair because you never know who you're going to run into if you go to the store or out down to the street or wherever. And why are your jeans all ripped up in holes? And I remember thinking, who cares? Like, I don't care. But, you know, time goes on and they tell you so often, so often that you're thinking, well, I better put on some makeup because otherwise I'm not going to be good enough. I'm not going to look good enough for people to take me seriously. I'm not going to get the job for this or that. Well, really, you, I mean, we are to be appreciated as the essence of who we are. And if you have a crazy hair day, so what? If you choose a different career than your parents, so what? And all of these things that have been imposed to us, and, and in my experience, I'm you know Mexican, and and a lot of my grandparents and ancestors were native Mexicans, you know Indians, and yeah, there's some blending in and out from people from Europe, but that was the main thing, you know, my parents and grandparents and great grandparents. If you weren't white from Europe, then you weren't good enough. And all these differences were now I'm realizing, damn, you know what? The natives, they knew. They had a way more wisdom than you guys. Um, or a different kind of wisdom. You know, I don't want to put anyone down, but you know, the plant medicine and being in touch with the earth and and just knowing certain things that are intuitively in you to receive where all of that was gone away because these rules were, no, 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 you must perform and be looking good and having these careers and nobody mess with the Indians. I might be getting off track here, but I'm trying to make a point. The point is who created these stupid rules that divide? Who created these rules that constrict and oppress? And why can't we break them without thinking that we're doing something wrong? Wrong for whom? I mean, there's one thing that's for sure is we're all going to die. We have a limited amount of time here and there's a journey and a, and a homework to learn and to do and things to create out of beauty and out of love and to help ourselves and others. It's not about breaking the rules to just be a jerk. It's about breaking the rules to be, to be free and to integrate Something that's so beautiful and that we all have a birthright to have is we're all divine beings. And it's not just if you're a Christian or Jewish or if you're a Muslim or if you're rich or poor. It's for everybody. Everybody gets an opportunity to come here and have an experience, the incarnation and to be in these bodies. And why do we have, I mean, all of the problems that we have are because of these rules. To a degree, every single problem that we have is because we're not performing to anybody else's standards and so we're thinking that this went wrong and so we we you know there's so much superstition about the road to success you know you think the road to success has to be a white picket fence and a big mansion that you have all this money and then all these kids and then you have all this money and you're not happy and you're ordering all these things and you have all these extra paper and packaging and you're messing up the planet. And I mean, it's wonderful to have money if you're helping and if you have a consciousness that allows you to realize that we need to do something about what we're doing to this planet. We need to do something about what we're imposing on our kids, imposing on ourselves. 
I mean, we have these machines, these bodies, these minds that we need to take care of and be healthy and whole and out of that, give to others. But some of these rules are so restricting that we forget about that and we get in this running and going and hustling and achieving and we leave not just ourselves behind but our kids behind because we're thinking that the more they do, the more they'll achieve, the faster they'll get there. To where? To die? To be rich? To have a 15 minutes of fame? To look always good? To be in the top 10? To be blessed? What does this word mean anyway, to be blessed? If your kid doesn't get sick, then you're blessed. If you're not poor, then you're blessed. I mean, all of that's, you know, these religious things as well. Like, they just cause suffering and it's like shame-based. If you don't believe this, if you don't do that, you know, it's downright child abuse. I have friends that are so amazing and they think that they're just downright evil and if they don't believe in Jesus, then they're going to go to hell and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I'm telling you, everybody has an opportunity to realize the beauty that they are, the divinity that they are, that we are. We're more than just these bodies. I mean, we're all like united and it's this, you know, collective consciousness that's getting separated because of these rules. And so that's, you know, the recovery thing for today for me has been breaking these rules. And it's taking me a long, long time because... I mean, since I was five, six, uh, probably six or seven years old, I don't know. I remember going up and grabbing that communion from the little Catholic church down in Mexico City before I did the first communion because I thought, well, if they're saying that that's God up there, why do we have to wait to do some first communion? Let's just go grab that God. I went up there and my friends were telling me, what are you doing? You didn't do your first communion yet. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, I did it the other day at the park with my grandma, I, I was just like, if that's God, let's go. Why does why are you making us wait? I walked all the way up there. I grabbed the communion, came back, sat down. It wasn't anything supernatural or huge. And I thought, well, they're lying. Because, or maybe, maybe I should have done the first communion first. Then it would have been more supernatural. Boom, one of the rules one of the rules that one of the rules that we need to deconstruct because that is not maybe it wasn't explained to me like hey this is some really cool ceremony where you kind of make a commitment to you know be faithful to whomever or to you or whatever but i just thought it was some dumb rule and i needed to be broken and then yes you did the first communion blah 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 it wasn't anything for spectacular i just thought you know what what is up with this i mean i, I it really never really made sense and, you know, life goes on and you grow and you have these just amazing experiences with people and traveling or at the beach. And you think, you know, intrinsically, you know that this is what life is about, is just being alive and helping other people and having conversations and celebrating life. Then boom, here comes school and your parents telling you, if you don't do this, then your life's going to suck. If you don't go to law school or become a doctor, no, you're, I mean, maybe that's amazing, and you want to be a lawyer, and you're able to be a doctor, but what if you want to be like an esthetician, or, or, you know, or do sports, you know, my dad was about to go be a golf pro, I mean, that's the story, I don't know if it's true, but 
he was pretty good at golf and he had an opportunity to go play professional golf when he was in, you know, early, early 20s. But no, he didn't do it because his parents said, you must go to college. And he went to college and was an engineer and had a career. And, you know, the rule was, well, that's a good thing, right? So you convince yourself that that's a good thing. But what if he would have played golf for two or three years and then gone to college after? Wouldn't that be cool? That would have been way more fun. And it would have implied that he doesn't stop somebody else's dreams when they're coming along because somebody, you know, put a break on his. Whether or not it was a dream, it was a fun opportunity. For Pete's sake, we're about to die. We're all going to die. And so are these rules really helpful? Some of them might be helpful. Everybody needs structure. You know, there's too many of us to not have some type of order. We have to wait in line to get our things in Starbucks. Okay, I understand that part of it. But this is deeper than this. This is about deconstructing the need to please mom and dad or society or whomever or even yourself and these horrible expectations that somebody gave you and now that you think that those are, that that's the way to go. And when you can break free from that, you know, I remember also when we got married, I wanted to get married out in the ocean, in some big park. No, 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 the priest or whomever were going to get married in the church. And I didn't really have the balls back then to realize I could have done something different. I just thought, well, I guess this is just the way it goes. Nobody could get married outside of the church. That's what the lady that worked at the church said. I was so pissed off. I was like, are you kidding me? I mean, who cares? It's just like a piece of paper. It's a ceremony. I want to do it out in the garden. It's prettier than in this church with these big-ass saints that are scary. While my mom was kicking me under the table saying, just stop it. We need to get the little paper because you have to do it and blah, blah, blah. Those rules, those rules are so lame. Those rules don't take you to God. Those rules take you to some other church or someplace or no, no church. No church at all. That's why people are leaving church to begin with because it's stupid. It's lost you know, its original community aspect. And they're totally, I think, missing the point. So those are the rules that I'm talking about breaking or noticing. Maybe you don't want to break them. Maybe you're a very good rule follower. I just want to understand how are you feeling alive in that? How are you really, really enjoying this amazing life? And not just enjoying it in the senses and, you know, eating and drinking and blah, 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 but enjoying it like in the awareness that you are this divine being, that life is a gift, that love is a point, and that you have an opportunity to, with open eyes, fulfill your sole purpose here for what you came for and not for what somebody else told you that you came for and not what about somebody else wrote a rule about. I lost so many friends when I started talking about how I thought that the evangelical church was, you know, fundamentalist and not necessary or helpful. And it was hard for the first few months, but now I'm thinking, wow, it was hard for the freaking last seven years that I was in there drowning, but trying and trying and trying to please because I thought that was a rule that I had to follow. You know, and prior to that, maybe it was something else at work. And prior to that, maybe it was something else. And, and maybe that's just a human experience is figuring this stuff out, you know, and, and coming to terms with realizing that, wow, you know, 
we just need to stimulate the awakening of our countless souls, which is what this beautiful friend of mine, Felina, just wrote today um, in her post about the passing of Father Thomas Keaton, right? May his dying serve to stimulate the awakening of countless souls that we might manifest more love, compassion, and mercy, leading to greater creativity and healing of our shared planet. So I hope that you have the ability to lead to greater creativity and healing of our shared planet and that you're not, you know, holding back that creativity, that freedom, that love because of some imposed rule, because you can't speak what you think or share what you feel because you feel like you might not fit in or you might break the rules or you might rock the boat and that you can't say those specific things, and that you can't wear that outfit, and that you can't follow that career, and that you can't choose that path because of what somebody else might think of you. When you do the right thing for you, in integrity, and in a grounded peace, then I don't understand how that can go wrong. You know, you can dance and love and take care of your soul, take care of each other, let go of superstitions, study, digest these facts, you know, try to figure out where they're coming from and go from there. Um, all of this that's been happening to me is, is part of this long, long journey of many, many years of recovery and digging deep and falling into religion again and coming out and reading and studying and yoga and the whole thing is just you know has helped me create this process of deconstruction that has really really been helpful to me and to some of my clients I'm offering that again coming up soon it's an eight-week workshop of just kind of looking into what are your belief systems and how are those affecting the way you live life, the way you expect yourself to live life, the way you're giving to yourself and to others? It's a really fun workshop. It was um, so life-giving to me to write and to share with others and just to notice like, wow, you know, this is actually cool. I'm not the only one that can breathe again. If you're interested in that, I invite you to send me a message, check out my webpage, at greasealvis.com, and to join us in this next traveling of our soul recovery eight-week course. So, yeah, this is it for today. This is Breaking the Rules, Deconstruction, Unlearning, because you always know, you always know since you're very, very young, if you really think about it, you've always known how magical you are and how magical this experience is. And if you don't, may you find healing, may you ask for help, may you reach out and find the healing and the process um, that will work for you to uh, help you remember, to help you remember what you've always known, is that you're good and whole and divine and that you deserve to evolve and you deserve love and to have a beautiful experience here, even during struggling and suffering moments. Yeah. This is it. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. This is another episode of Tales of Recovery, and we will see you next time. Peace and love.